The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Howdy y'all, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network episode. Oh, I'm having trouble speaking already. This is going to be a good one. Episode 242 goes out to G.H. Derek in, I don't know what the G.H. stands for. Maybe he'll tell us sometime, but he is in the SGPN.com slash Discord, um, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Um, he, he says he enjoys the banter on our show. I think it was our show. He, he didn't really clarify that, but I'm going to assume it's our show because our banter is top notch in this show. Even, even when our picks aren't so. And as I said in the past, the easiest way to get a episode uh, dedicated to you is to uh, just flatter us because uh, we're very, very vain, especially me, your host, Jeff Chalks Fox. Thanks for coming to the show. This is one of our Monday, as you know, it's Monday. If, if you don't know, it is Monday. And it's one of our special episodes where we cover a non-UFC event. Lots to choose from this week. We got Invicta, we got... LFA, we've got Bellator, we got one championship. I wonder what the man who decides what we're going to cover on these episodes, Daniel Gumby Vreeland, picked. Um, probably Bellator, since it's the biggest event uh, other than the UFC going on. But um, let's talk to him and find out what he what he's picked for this week for us. You know, I don't want to break down Bellator. Yeah, um, I set it, him up. He's it's it, not Bellator, everyone. It's not Bellator. I picked uh, Invicta 50, which is coming to you Wednesday. Um, which surprisingly they're not odds out yet, which is partially because there's not even a full fight card out yet, uh, which we'll talk about the reasoning in a second. But there are some recognizable names, and I think when the lines do hit, there's going to be um, some big spots to hit here too, because I think people are going to uh, sleep on a couple of these names and a couple of these late replacements. Yeah, the Invicta comes through uh, normally. Um, you can't always say that about Bellator, and Wednesday also is a, a good um a good night for us to break down fights because there's there's not any other mma um or any big mma uh competing with this so uh, i like i like your choice here of invicta um last weekend gumby got made uh, to look like a genius th- that he is um with cffc 114 and cage words 146 ended up going four and one with his picks and won 450 bucks about on on what three on five fights so what a haul uh, do you have a quick recap for uh the folks to let them know that they should have paid attention and bet those fights yeah chris leroy duncan easy in the main event uh he absolutely blew up dimitrov uh exactly the way i thought you know dimitrov was kind of being brought in as a guy who uh they needed somebody for chris leroy duncan to be and he provided that person um and then judo jim wallhead i said he's not done and guess what he ain't done. Uh, he, he cashed it plus 200. And if you waited until fight time, that number actually blew up to like 225, 230. Uh, so did you could even wait? Got, uh, I did not wait. I jumped right <laughs> on that one early, um, which okay. you, you'll find out a little agree. bit later on. That was the right move uh, in a different spot. Yep. Um, but like, yeah, Judo Jim Wallet, not gone. Uh, still could beat up plenty of uh, regional level competition. He's got great hands um, and he cashed big there. 
And speaking of not waiting in CFFC 114, uh, I had a plus 300 dog Kenley St. Louis uh, sure did. in the main event. He won a four round decision because Cage Fury has four round championship fights for some reason. Um, but he won a four round decision over Blake Smith. Looked good doing it. Uh, it was a fun back and forth fight. And the coolest part about this is uh, if you had gotten in when we posted the podcast, Last Monday, uh, he was plus 300 by fight time. Maybe you all just did run to the bookies because by fight time, he was yes. down to plus 145. So, you know, like it, the value was there on him early if you jumped on it. And uh, yeah, he, he made good on it. Um, Makoto Takahashi also made good on it. He picked up a submission win pretty easily. He was dominating Diego Paiva. Um, he was a massive favorite. So that one was a little less cool. And then my lone miss of that podcast was Hugh Pulley lost a close decision to Robert Hale. Um, Hale was a slight favorite. I had the dog Pulley, but um, at the end of the day, when you hit a plus 200 and a plus 300 on the same show, uh, you don't really care about one miss on the first fight of the night. You're known as the gummy God when that happens. That's the the four out of five move. The four out of five move. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this was this was my gummy God name. (laughs) That was your move. Yeah, I didn't, didn't, were, were these good fights? I guess they were since you won money on them, right? Um, I, I mean, like if you're, you're talking about like, should these guys be watch. in the UFC? Uh, uh th- yeah. Either are. They they were fun to watch. St. Louis or St. Louis, I guess it is versus Smith. Martin St. Louis. Um, Takahashi is like UFC caliber. The fight was less fun to watch, but more like, oh, hey, this dude's really freaking good. Um, and then, I mean, the the judo gym wallhead knockout was sick. So yeah, that one was fun to watch. There you go. Hopefully, we have some of that coming up at Invicta. Let's let's jump into it because I have to go pick up some food soon, and I'm hungry, Dan. So let's, let's get into this. Uh, Invicta FC 50. The, it's called the Strawweight Title Tournament. So I guess there's a Strawweight Title Tournament on on the line here. Um, it is on UFC Fight Pass. It is Wednesday night. It's happening. The 16th of November, 9 p.m. Eastern is the start time. We only have four fights announced right now, but we are guaranteed a main event, which will be for the Strawberry title. The So that, that will be five fights. Uh, how many do they, they don't usually have a massive fight card, right? It's well, so less than 10, isn't it? You're right. It is usually less than 10, but you also have to remember that this is a uh, four-woman one-night tournament for their strawweight yeah. title, too. So that's three more fights you're going to see because you're going to see two semifinals and a final. Oh all on the same card um it's not, no it, it, there's only two fights it's only four fighters yeah so i, I said two semifinals and a right, final yes, so yes, three, yeah, yeah, three yeah, more yeah. fights yeah yeah so um so what we're gonna do for this one is i'm going to we'll, we'll break down the four fights that are already booked um the semifinals for invicta 50 haven't been booked at the time of recording here um but what i'll do is i'll give you a lowdown on who i think is probably going to win the tournament and you can do what you want with that all right Let's do it. Um, how about we start with non-tournament fights, and then we will we will do the uh, tournament fights after. So we're going to start with 125-pound flyweights. Uh, Claire Guthrie, or is it Guthrie? It's probably it's Guthrie. Guthrie. You should know this. Guthrie. She was on The Ultimate Fighter, your favorite show. It's true. I, I know the name, at least. Versus Brigitte Chase. Uh, I'm going to tell you about Chase. Nickname is Khan. She's 3 and one one knockout, two submissions. So she finished all of her fights and she's been finished in her one loss. So she got submitted. So she's never gone the distance in a fight. This is her Invicta debut. She's won three straight fights after losing her professional debut. She has not fought since August of 2021. She's not lost since July of 2019. She was a regional champ. She used to fight at Bantamweight, upweight class. She's two years younger than Guth- Guthrie. I want to say Guthrie again. I don't have reach info for her 
Um, we don't have numbers, but Dan's going to give us the uh, betting lines that he's usually pretty good at predicting. In yeah, a moment. I'm... Oh, so go ahead. You want to break? Go ahead. Um, Grizzly <laughs> Guthrie. I'm going to tell you about Grizzly Guthrie first before Dan starts uh, fronting and uh, talk about Gradius. He's Grizzly. He. She. Grizzly Guthrie, three one with one submission, never been finished in a fight. Two and one in Invicta. Uh, she also fought uh, in the Invicta tournament, which counted as as an exhibition fight. She lost in that, so she's zero one in the tournament. She also was in the Ultimate Fighter tournament where she lost, where she went zero one. She's won two straight fights. She's not fought since May of twenty twenty one. She's also a pro grappler. One inch of height over Chase. Go ahead now. So first of all, I think Claire Guthrie is going to come in here as a fairly decent favorite, like high one hundreds, low two hundreds, maybe. And I think that that's a huge mistake by the bookmakers because I think the pick here is Bridget Chase. Um, Chase is not, uh, I mean, she's pretty well-rounded, but like what I really like about her is she's able to grind and put somebody up against the fence and hold them there if she really needs to. Um, She's got like good grappling skills. And so far, Claire Guthrie has only been beat by people who have good grappling because she herself just really likes to to mix it up with jujitsu. She doesn't have particularly good boxing. And the people she's been beat by, if you look at the list of them, they're all good grapplers like Juliana Miller and uh, Taylor Guadardo. And like the, the, all of those women can stuff a takedown or out grapple you. And I think she's running into another person who can here. So I think this is probably going to be like a plus 200 dog spot for Bridget Chase. Um, and I like it. I like this one for her. All right. There we go. You got a dog already, people. He's. Feeling um, froggy from uh, from his big scores uh, this past weekend. Um, you can bet, hopefully, can you bet an Invicta win bet? Hopefully, you can bet on most things that win bet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win and rewards on win bet. Be on the lookout for the win bet win hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Dream WinBet Win Hour marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted in game parlays to live in game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you, I'm talking to you, need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $800. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. So we know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, the other non-tournament fight is uh, going to be the co-main event. It is a Bantamweight fight, Katrina Lehner versus Talita Bernardo. So a couple of names you may be familiar with. I'll tell you about Bernardo. First, eight and four with five submissions. Been knocked out twice, one and no in Invicta, one and three in the UFC. She's won two straight fights and three of four. She's got an inch of reach on Lerner. Lerner, seven and three with one knockout. She's been submitted one time, one and two in Invicta, 0 oh one in Bellator. She's on a three fight losing skid, has not fought since October of 2020, has not won since December of 2017. So five year skid almost. Multiple regional championships on her mantle, two inches of height on Bernardo, three years younger than her. Over to you. Bernardo should be a big favorite here. Um, how big? Probably negative 300. Um, and it's a warranted negative 300 probably because the thing about Lerner is she, she hits really hard. Like if you just get stuck in the clinch with her, she she can like, you know, go single collar tie and a big right hand and stun you. 
But the, the problem is, is that as soon as she's in there with Bernardo, Bernardo's going to take her down and sub her. Um, because Bernardo, really? re- yeah, Bernardo's really good on the ground. Um, she, she largely controlled Sarah Morris on the ground in the UFC. Uh, you might remember her from her UFC. She also yes. beat Lucy Pudalova recently uh, in Octagon MMA. Uh, and, and again, by using superior grappling. So, yeah, I, I think Bernardo is here just going to absolutely steamroller on the mat. Um, you know, our losses are to Arena Aldana and Viviana Arruyo. Uh, that, that's certainly no shame in that. So, um, yeah, give me Bernardo here. All right. Give him Bernardo here, everybody. You heard him, right? Okay, let's uh, get into the tournament. I guess we're going to have uh, reserve fights as well. The, we don't know. These are the, these right? ones. These ones. So you're looking at topology with me, I believe, correct? Okay, yeah, yeah. These are the reserve fights. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. They haven't yet pulled the the matchups for the. Oh right, yes, yes, fights. yes. So yeah. we'll we'll break down these two reserve fights for you guys, and then I will give you the lowdown on the uh, four actual fighters. Yes, I, I wonder what you're talking about. I thought, um, yeah. Anyhow, I'm okay now, guys. Let's tell you about um, <laughs> the reserve fights for this. So basically, they'll jump in if someone gets injured in one of the other fights. Melissa Odessa Parker versus Elise Pone. Um, who we've spoke of before. I'll tell you about Pone. The Peace is one-on-one with one knockout. One-on-one in Invicta. Lost her last fight. Used to fight at flyweight. 16-1 in Muay Thai and the champion there. Four inches of height on Parker. Seven inches of reach. Parker, Bella Bestia. Three and two with two submissions. 0-1 in Invicta. Lost her last fight. Is a pro boxer. One year younger than Pone. Take it away. So uh, you, you're right. We did talk about Elise Pone on this uh, show before, right before she taught, fought Helen Peralta uh, in Invicta. And she, you're right. She does have this like wealth of kickboxing experience or, or Muay Thai experience or whatever. The big problem with her is like, she just gets overwhelmed by people who are like aggressive strikers and aren't just going to like stand at range and kick with her or stand at range and throw with her. And like Odessa Parker is she she's not just like Helen Peralta because Helen Peralta just like sits down on big strikes and pops you. But like Parker comes from a boxing background as well. Uh, she She's boxed professionally a bunch of times. She's like really good on the feet. She's got like a nice one, too. And also she's got good sub skills. So like I, I think the thing is here is Parker is just going to like piece up Pone the whole time. Uh, I also expect her to be a pretty large favorite. She'd probably be in the mid 200s, negative 250 to 275 ish. Um, but I still like that number for Parker. You could probably throw her and Bernardo in a parlay and it would make a lot of sense. Wrote in a parlay. All right, Parker, we got, uh, my, hopefully it's a better number than, than Dan gave you, but we shall see. Then the other um, reserve about Danny McCormick versus Myra Mazar. Uh, Mazar, eight and four with five knockouts, one submission. She's been submitted four times, so that seems to be the Achilles heel for her. This is her Invicta debut. She went one and two in one championship, the biggest organization in the world. She's got a loss, win, loss, win over her last four fights. Her age, mystery. Her reach, a mystery as well. Uh, was a regional champ, used to fight up at flyweight. McCormick, mad McCormick. Five and two, one knockout, one submission. She's been knocked out one time. This is also her Invicta debut. She went four and one in Bellator. However, she's lost two straight fights. Inch of height over Mazar. Go ahead. So, first of all, I, I think Mazar is going to come in here as a pretty large dog. Um, you know, like we're talking, again, mid-200s probably, plus 225, 250. And I like her in this fight. I, I think the Invicta's trying to make it the, the same way that Bellator did, trying to make Danny McCormick a thing. 
Um, yeah. they, they Ireland, back. Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. It's you know, it's a big thing. And they were trying to match her up. Mazar is actually a late replacement in this. I don't know if a lot of people know this. This was originally supposed to be Fatima Klein, who is only two and zero, but she's really good. Um, I would have liked to seen Fatima Klein uh, grapple with Danny McCormick because I think what we're gonna see here from McCormick is she's gonna wanna grapple a little bit here, but I, I actually think she's gonna be outmatched. Uh, Mazar is a uh, Santa champion, I believe she okay. was before she, uh, which is like a funky type of uh, Chinese kickboxing, despite the fact she's not from China. Uh, she was born in Brazil and now fights out of Singapore. But like she, I, I think she's just going to piece up McCormick on the feet. McCormick's going to try to get the grappling going. It's not going to work. And uh, you'll have your second big dog, Mazar and Chase, both in the plus 200s probably. Fantastic. And with all that money, you can go over to the SGPM merch store and buy a bunch of MMA gambling podcast gear and more specifically the, the Gumby gear there because he's the one that helped you make the money. Uh, get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPM merch store. SGPM gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the degen in your life. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can call, you can get, excuse me, 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas Sucks. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, promo code D A L L A S S U C K S. Did they suck this past weekend, Dan? They're, they're playing as we speak right now. There's two and a half Don't minutes let left. Let everyone know it's Sunday. No, it's yeah. Monday. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. This is, we're definitely recording this on Monday. <laughs> so Dallas won, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Johnny, you should watch the game. It happened yesterday. All right. Yeah. Um, so that are that's those, that those, these are the fights we know. Um, now we have a tournament that's going to be happening too. This is one of the reasons you need to get into our Discord because Gumby will, once the actual matchups have been named and we have some odds, I'm sure Gumby will be um, getting his brain picked in there. So it's a four-woman um, four tournament, one night, for the Invictus Strawweight Championship, Gloria DePaula, Adriana Silva, Carolina Wojcik, and Valeska Machado are the four people fighting in it. Is it? Are we talking three rounds for e- it, both? Both rounds. Both rounds will be three rounds. I've been okay. informed. Just both kind rounds of will be three rounds. Also, you said confusing. you said Valeska Machado. I don't know her. Do you do you know her maybe by a different name? Valeska. Uh, oh yes, she is. Uh, I thought I said her <laughs> name wrong. She is Tina Black. She is Tina Black. Yeah. So the return of yeah. So how Tina do you want to do this? You want to like rank them in order, uh, in strength of schedule, how how, um, how likely they are to win the tournament, or, or how you want to do it? So I'll, I'll give you a little lowdown on all of the fighters, so that you just have a feast. So first of all, Tina Black, we saw on um we we saw her on the Ultimate or uh not the Ultimate Fighter, we saw her on. Uh, contender series. Yep. She's like a fun distance kickboxer, but she lost to Piero Rodriguez. Since then, she beat Liz Tracy largely just by stuffing her takedowns. Um, and, and she looks like her, her striking has gotten better, but largely I've always kind of felt that Tina Black could just kind of be beaten by somebody who's really good at wrestling. Um, so it'll really depend on the type of matchup she gets back to back. Like, does she avoid the the really great grapplers in here because i think th- there's clearly some level of good grappling in here and there's ones that are maybe a little bit less good right, grapplers. Well, who's, who's the best matchup for her? who's the worst so i i think the the best matchup for her is probably if she fought uh gloria de paula so gloria okay. de paula you might remember from being uh on in the ufc uh she lost Three out of her four fights in the UFC. She lost to Jinju Fry. She lost to Cheyenne Valise Moss. Uh, she beat Deanna Belbicha. 
And then she lost to Brie Oliveira, uh, all of which kind of lackluster. She's the one who Cheyenne Vlismas kicked in the head as she was standing up viciously. Uh, so yeah. maybe you remember that fight. Um, she also has had lost to Ariane Carnelosi before coming to the UFC. She got to the UFC by beating this like judo fighter who pretty much only does judo, Pauline Macias. Um, so like, I-, I think she would be a good match for Tina Black in the first round because she, she just wants to strike. Um, and, and she's gonna try to throw down and probably not look all that good in the grappling department if it goes there. Um, so like Tina Black would be able to fight the type of fight that Tina Black wants to fight. So that's the best matchup for her. The worst matchup for her is definitely Carolina Wojcik. Um, so just for those of you who are, uh, trying to, to plan ahead for when the odds first get posted, if they give you odds straight up on who should win the tournament out the gate. Find good odds on Carolina Wojcik. I legitimately think she is UFC level talent. The UFC made a huge mistake not signing her when she won on the Contender Series because she's also off the Contender Series. She was one of the only people who won on the Contender Series in 2022 who didn't get a contract, um, which is crazy because she, she grappled the hell out of Sandra Lovato. Was it the most exciting grappling match? No, but it was dominant grappling. Um, so like, it, it's crazy to not see her get it. But now she's got a chance to like sort of make right here. And and the thing is, is she's she's a really good wrestler. She chains her takedowns together really well. She goes from single to double well. She works in open spaces. She works against the cage. I'm a big fan of Carolina Wojcik. So my pick for winning the tournament is her. And I think she'd be a nasty matchup for Tina Black or Gloria DePaula for that matter out the gate. So um, and then that that leaves kind of like the biggest unknown here. Uh, and that's Ediana um, Ediana Silva, uh, who's uh, somebody I'm not all that familiar with. She did fight in LFA one time and clearly has like a, she, she's got big hands. Cause I've seen a couple of her like knockouts on the, like, I think it was the Argentinian regional circuit, despite the fact that she's Brazilian, but she's like a wrestle boxer. So she like likes to arm triangle choke, get on top of people and stuff like that. And she's only 20 years old. So like, it's kind of hard for me to tell anything about her because while she's fought a bunch and I've seen some like grainy footage filmed from a, uh, sideline, like cell phone or something like that, that looks good. I have no idea who she's fighting in most of those fights and things like that. And her fight in LFA looked good. She fought Amanda Torres, um, who's not great either. Um, and had like lost a whole bunch of times recently. So like, I I like her, but I'm curious to see what she can do. What I really hope happens is they pair Gloria DePaula with a grappler. Gloria DePaula with, you know, somebody like Silva. And then maybe Wojcik with Tina Black. Because if one of these two strikers is going to win, they should prove that they could beat a grappler. And, like, you also don't want to pair the two grapplers together, have the best one show up in the finals and just wash the striker. You know what I mean? So, yep. uh, yeah, give me give, give me some sort of matchup in that way uh, in this fight. And like I said, I, I think if that were to match up exactly the way I just said, I'd take Wojcik over um, Tina Black. And I think I would take Silva over... Uh, I, I would take Silva over who's the oh Gloria DePaula Silva over Gloria DePaula too and then I take Wojcik over Silva in the final so there you go uh, they don't have brackets out but that's what I'm doing with my bracket 
All right, there you go. Hopefully, uh, Shannon Knapp and the brass are listening and they do exactly what Dan says. Do you think they have a preference over who wins? Um, I don't. I don't know if they have a preference over who wins. It's it's weird because I, I think Tina Black seems to be a popular face. Like I, I they they seem to like her. Um, but Wojcik, I, I think has got just so much potential and she's kind of, at least if you like grappling, she's really fun to watch. So maybe Tina Black is their preference, but, but, uh, I, I don't know who wouldn't want like a 20 year old Brazilian to just step in and stop a one night tournament. Yep. It's true. So anyhow, it should be fun when it goes down, get in the discord and once yeah, it's happening Wednesday, so it should be very, very uh, soon. Maybe even by the time this is in your ears, there could be a uh, bracket out and odds, and Gumby will tell you all that in the Discord. So thank you for the breakdown up till now. Thank you for listening to the show. We're going to get out of your ear holes because we've got to get back in your ear holes again on Wednesday with our UFC prelim breakdown, and then our main UFC card breakdown will be on Thursday. Until then, make sure you get in the Discord. You can follow us on Twitter, SGPNMMA. If Twitter still exists when this is uh, hitting your ears, I'm at Jeff Fox writer. He is at Gumby Vreeland. Um, all our writings at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, my MMA writing, moneymma.substack.com. Give it a subscribe and you can get all my good stuff sent to your to your inbox. Um, and then Gumby's got the Talk Turtle MMA podcast, which we'll be dropping later on this week. We'll talk about it later in the week. Um, anything else you need to tell the people? No, I think you got it all. All right, until Wednesday, I will remain Tina Black. He will remain mad, Gumby Vreeland. And we'll see your insides of your ears on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yes, bye.